0: Welcome to The Floss, the self-help show for people that probably don't need it. You could follow the show on Instagram at theflosspod or subscribe to us on Patreon at patreon.com slash theflosspod. If you do something that you think everyone should do or that nobody should do, email it to us at theflosspod@gmail.com. at gmail.com. We might read it. I'm your host, Gabe Gary. Welcome to The Floss. My name is Gabe Gary, and if you're listening to this episode, that means that my second short film, Headlights, is available to watch for free on YouTube or Vimeo. I haven't decided which one. Probably both. <laughs> Fuck it. Why not both? Uh, and our guest for this episode is one of the leads in the film, Donisha Marie.
1: Hi, everybody. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited.
0: Why don't you introduce yourself to the fans?
1: Okay, so my name is Danisha Hellemarie. I am a model and actress from Cleveland, Ohio. I have been modeling professionally for about six years now. I started off modeling when I was in high school, doing pageants, and that's the only thing I've ever wanted to do. Um, currently, I have a nonprofit called Got Neck, and I love modeling and acting, and that's me.
0: That is you. <laughs> we'll do full plugs at the end. Six years. All right. I'm going to call you Donnie from now on. Yes, is, call
1: me Donnie. That's, I have so of, many it's nicknames. A of, it's
0: a lot of syllables. <laughs> and, you know, you got to be fast on these things. You can't be wasting time with extra syllables. <laughs> All right, Donnie, for part one of this interview, I'm going to ask you a question. And that question is, Mm -hmm. what is something you do that you think everybody should do?
1: Okay, I think everyone should be a mentor. And the reason why I think everyone should mentor is because we learn so much every day. We should be teaching other people what we know. The only way that we're going to learn new things is if we're growing every single day. And I feel like we should have mentors too. So we should look out for people that want to be, that are actors already there that we where we want to be. You know, we tend to you're an actor, right? Or comedian. Well, I was what gonna a-
0: com- I was gonna ask when you say actor do you <clears throat> mean like the profession actor or just anybody actually doing something out in the world yes. as an actor
1: yes or any profession um you need someone to emulate and to get advice from to know exactly the next steps to where you should be going so when I mentor other people, I just feel like I'm doing something good for myself, It just, and I do it for volunteering. It just, I don't want nothing out of it. It just makes me feel like I've just really helped this person become who they want to be in life.
0: We say you don't want anything out of it, but you do get something out of it. Yeah. But that's not why you do it. Financially or anything.
1: But I get a good good feeling out of it. And that's what matters most to me is how I feel.
0: They say, and I don't know who they is, just people in general. Mm -hmm. Um, one of the best ways to learn something is to teach it. And uh the mark of how well somebody knows something is how well they could teach it. Right. You could be you could be the smartest person on the planet, but if you can't... Like, let's say in regards to, like, physics. But if you can't explain that to somebody with much less intelligence than you, then how well do you really know it?
1: Exactly.
0: So what what kind of stuff do you mentor people on? What kind of mentees do you take? Like, how do you get your... Men- like, mm-hmm. is there somebody in your life right now that you talk to on a regular basis?
1: Yes. I mentor CMSD students. And right now, I have a one-on-one mentee, and I have been mentoring with them for about three years with Belfort JCB. It's a foster care system. They are um, located in Shaker. But um, the reason why I connected with them was because I was in foster care. So I feel like I have come a long way from that trauma, and I feel like we can move and heal past our trauma. And I just want to teach children in foster care that they can do that, too.
0: Absolutely. I mean, to boil it down, it's like it's like representation. Mm-hmm. It's like the representation in media argument. You see somebody like you. Exactly. doing something that you want to do, it, it makes it that much more realistic and that much more believable. Mm-hmm. That's fucking awesome. Like, Thank you. Not even, like, <laughs> we, we do try to make this funny, but that is incredible that you do that. It's
1: really
0: <laughs> awesome. Because uh, I worked at a restaurant for a really long time, and one of my bosses was also very involved in foster care.
1: Mm-hmm. And so
0: a lot of those kids would come in and work in the kitchen and whatnot. And like, uh, it was always really interesting to see how some of them were really, really driven. Mm-hmm. Really driven, and like you knew in the back, you're like you're you knew that like this kid wasn't going to be held back by his situation, he was going to overcome it or she was going to overcome Absolutely. it. But then there were other situations where it's like, is this is this could get in the help that they need?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Really sad dichotomy. Um, but it's awesome that you do that. Did you so what is CMSD,
1: Cleveland Metropolitan School District?
0: So, grade like. Grade school, high school, how old are these kids?
1: So, you can actually choose if you would like to do high school or grade school, but I choose grade school. So, particularly eighth grade, so right before they transition to high school.
0: I think you're the only person on the planet that would willingly choose eighth graders.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I I love to observe kids. I I just think Those aren't kids.
0: Those are <laughs> animals. What are they 13, 14 years old? Yeah, 5, 13 to 15?
1: Yeah. And I remember how I was. That's why I want to help them. <laughs> <laughs> Cuz I was a hot mess. I I got my stuff together like but I didn't know anything about high school.
0: I was thinking about this the other day when we got when we got into high school as freshman we thought it was the shit, yes, we thought we were so <laughs> cool a lot of a lot of people I've talked to on the podcast when I asked them like, you know, when did you start like smoking weed or drinking? It was mm-hmm. like they were in eighth grade, and you're like, dude, when we get to high school, we're gonna smoke pot and like as soon as they got into high school night they tracked out like
1: really
0: yeah, it's like is. It was a goal. It was like, yeah, but it's like looking back, like eighth to ninth grade is such an insignificant marker of life. Like nothing happens when you're 15 and a half years old. Yeah. Except for that transition into high school. And then of course, as you get old, like college kids now look like babies to me.
1: Yes. I was just looking at a kid and I was like, how old are you? Like 21?
0: Except a lot of of athletes look like grown fucking men. Like by the time when they're like seventeen they look like grown men.
1: Mm, because the weight, the muscles.
0: Muscle and muscle weight. Muscle weight. Also, yeah, like if you're like if you're like six, seven and like over two hundred thirty pounds. I
1: don't know. It's like the face. I I can really tell a person's age by their face.
0: Uh, Jeremy, we're gonna keep talking, but look up Greg Oden in college.
1: Yeah, show me a picture I can be like, hmm, this person was this age. I'm really like if I went to Cedar Point, I would guess i will be the person. To guess. I guess.
0: I, I thought I was good. At, I feel like I'm generally good at guessing ages. When I, I bartend at Jacob's Pavilion, mm-hmm. and a lot of time when like uh, when we have a concert with a lot of young people, we're carding a lot of people, and women will come up, like olderish women come up, and they want to be carded, and you oh, yes. you know because it's just like a fun, playful thing. Yeah. But like they'll <laughs> ask me to guess their age, and I I get it a lot. Look at this All dude. Right. How old do you think he is? I,
1: hold on, you're going to have to pull that up closer. I don't have my glasses.
0: That this is like an 18, 19, 20-year-old kid.
1: <laughs> I think some. I think my friend showed me him before.
0: He was on the heat?
1: Oh my. He's on the okay, heat. yeah. Okay, so right here, okay, right there. This he looks like he's 18. Yeah, he does look young, but like yeah, he looks eighteen. Right I wouldn't get in a fight with him. He looks like he's twenty three right there. Twenty three right there. How old is he?
0: Oh, I think he's dead now. Oh, really? No, he's just not in the NBA anymore. Which oh, <laughs> like, see, look, I need to start studying sports a little more. Nah, I I feel like you got a you got a, you got <laughs> enough going on in your life that you want in your life that you don't need to add.
1: Yeah, that. yeah, but it's fun too.
0: Let's talk about growth. Mm-hmm. you mentioned growth you know as you as you explain things and you work things out verbally and you you know talk to the other person things get clear in your own mind um, any are there, are there any issues that these kids are going through have gone through recently that pop in your head like wow helping this kid out with whatever was going on in their life whether it was like social like boy or girl problems like home problems whatever. Like, that you learn from them. Not to get corny, but, like, I, these kids taught me more than I could ever teach them.
1: Oh, okay. So, what a pack I learned, basically, from them. And In general
0: or anything, like, a specific example. It doesn't hmm. matter.
1: So, honestly, these children really teach me a lot about... <laughs> <laughs> They teach me a lot about technology. Oh, okay. like, I like using creative ways to teach and learn. Mm -hmm. So everyone learns differently. So I would get them in a group, act out something, or make out a song, or, you know, and find a creative way for them to do something. My nieces, or I usually um volunteer at schools my nieces or my family work at um so i can spy on them but but i yeah anyway so um (laughs) (laughs) particularly um what was i saying
0: technology
1: oh yeah they teach me about tiktok and um yeah that's exactly how i know about
0: it i just ever since we started the podcast uh I got involved with the podcast. I had to, I've had to get on TikTok. I was very anti TikTok up until like four or five months ago. Mm-hmm. I refused to get on it. Why? Just because I everything I had seen of it was very lame, like lowbrow humor. Mm. Like where you know it's the same comedy videos where it's the same audio, just different situations, but it's the same punchline. Like that's not a lot oh. of create. That's not creative or anything. Um, but like now that I'm on, like it, it's, it's very useful because more than, more than, uh, Twitter, Instagram, like, uh, TikTok's algorithm forces you to create a narrative mm-hmm. with your post. It you does. have to have a purpose to your post and you have, it has to be engaging. And that's what makes it such an addictive platform mm-hmm. that, and they filter out all the ugly people.
1: Yeah, they do.
0: They do. Isn't that crazy?
1: But they shadow banned a lot of the great artists on there.
0: Oh, yeah. Their rules and regulations are insane.
1: It's crazy how You can get fast. banned for anything. Yes.
0: Anything yeah. that might go against community guidelines. Mm-hmm. Especially the thoughts.
1: You say thoughts? The th-
0: Dude, <laughs> those bitches get banned like three times a day.
1: I never see thoughts on mine. Because... Y- Mine's trained, like mine is all mental health. I don't even get to see the.
0: <laughs> mine is all like <laughs> motivational. Yeah. Like, like you know, there's a lot. There's some religious like motivational speaking, but it's like motivational speaking, like entrepreneur. Like mm-hmm. they have they have clocked me as a white dude in my twenties. I get, <laughs> I get Jordan Peterson, Joe Rogan, uh, Gary V. And then <laughs> Bitches in Bikinis.
1: Me. Oh, my God. So that's, that's you.
0: That's in a it. nutshell. Okay. But there's so many of them. And then they just, it's just like, they're like, I don't have, I'm not getting into it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm like, okay, um, tell me why.
0: I mean, they are. They're, they're there to get. Like however many followers, like lonely dudes following that account, and then like sell them something. And I figure, banned, they just do it all over again.
1: Yeah. That's where the money at. Sex sales and I mean That's it. Yeah. Everyone changes. Well, mostly in the media.
0: What's spiritual TikTok like? Just like a so lot of affirmations. Are you yes, are you big into affirmations?
1: I am big in affirmations. I love affirmations.
0: What did you What did you get affirmed today?
1: Oh, um, I love myself. That was the biggest one for me.
0: That's an affirmation.
1: Yes.
0: I I always thought affirmations were like, like you know, you are valid. You're, uh I can't. Think
1: Those of are words of affirmations, but what is it, What speak- are affirmations? Um basically saying affirming something will come to you. So, oh gosh, how many times have I affirmed a check in the mail just by saying I love money? Money loves me. I am connected to money. Money is surrounded by me.
0: And a check shows up in your mail?
1: Yes. The fuck are you talking about? Oh my God. I I'm From where?
0: From who's sending you these checks?
1: Some do you know like Sometimes my insurance... Like, it, it'll it come from nowhere. Insurance companies have given me money, like, I overpaid or something, or... It just comes from nowhere. I, the universe. It comes from the universe, I guess. Yeah, I just, you know, I affirmed it. So, um...
0: Yeah. That's... <laughs> What else is on spiritual TikTok?
1: Oh, um, a lot of people would say witchcraft, but I see like, you're wearing
0: a crystal right now. I am. A what rose what do we got?
1: And I'm wearing it next to my heart for, you know.
0: What type of crystal is it?
1: This is a ro- rose, rose quartz.
0: Rose yes. quartz? You can get those at the dollar store.
1: Then it's fake.
0: Who's to say? How do you know that one's real? Did you get it tested? Did you bring it to a gemologist?
1: I didn't, but I know it's not. Where'd you get Um, Someone bought it for me.
0: I do have a crystal that somebody bought for me. Mm-hmm. What kind of crystal? I don't know where it is. I lost it.
1: Oh, so if you lost a crystal, that means it served its purpose. It's meant for someone else now.
0: Oh, yes. very interesting. But how do I give it to them if I don't know where it is?
1: You don't. It's It just the It'll spirit appear will give it to the yeah. right person.
0: Very interesting. What is rose court supposed to do?
1: It's for healing, finding the love of your life, and I'm wearing it next to my heart. Um Are you in
0: are you actively hunting?
1: Me? Yes. I'm not I'm not supposed you hear that, to hunt. Fellas? Men are supposed to hunt. They're supposed to find me.
0: Hey. But The lioness. Oh yeah. <laughs> the lioness does the hunting. I just I've seen lion king. The the female does all the hunting and the protection. And the man lion sleeps for twenty hours a day. You know what they call him? The king. King.
1: Hmm. And I'm the queen of the jungle. And well, I'm not chasing any cats. But, <laughs> no, no. Do you? I, end- I tried that already, and I've never been in a relationship, so it's not working.
0: You've never been in a relationship?
1: I don't count high school, so no.
0: I think I do count high school because I've only had, like, three—I've only had, like, four, like, girlfriends, mm-hmm. and one of them wasn't high school.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But
0: uh, you you never affirmed a guy to come—do you do that? Do those affirmations? I have. I and have.
1: And then I can—oh, gosh. I can <laughs> say on someone in a dream. But, you know—
0: What does—what—
1: you just meditating on someone.
0: Giving them hot ears. Yeah. <clears throat> you ever think of somebody and think that they were thinking of you so hard that you thought of them?
1: Actually, if you're thinking about someone, they are thinking about you.
0: At all times?
1: Yes. Actually, so before whatever. I came here, I was late because I had to go to the restroom and something told me to go to this it was two gas stations. Something told me to go to this particular one, and I saw one of my old coworkers, and I was like, "Hey, he was like, "I just moved back here from Florida two years ago. I would have never thought to run into you here." And I was just like... something led me here. Were
0: you thinking of him?
1: I was about two weeks ago, though. <laughs> but it was just weird, like, Is she cute?: He's handsome.
0: Is he available?
1: He is, but I'm like he might be a kid. But I'm like I don't know. Really? He was like I'm a mean? man, and I'm like
0: you don't want any. You don't want boyish charm.
1: No, I'm looking for a man. Okay, a man. I want a man, a provider, mm-hmm.
0: man with resources, the ability yes. to attain resources. Yes, those people can have boyish charm.
1: They. Uh. <laughs> Okay, I love charm, I love charming, but you you I'm don't gonna, want boyish mean. charm. you
0: want smooth mahogany Yes whiskey charm James Bond <laughs> you want James Bond?:
1: Yes, I do like smooth guys.:
0: Are you a Bond girl?
1: Listen hmm.
0: <laughs> you want a king? you want a king? Is Donnie a queen?
1: I am a queen.
0: I would agree with that.
1: Yeah, I am. I carry myself like a queen. Now well, I do have my days, you know. Don't get too drunk, Darnisha. But um, I do have my days, <laughs> but yeah. Well,
0: not going to, I don't, as of right now, I don't know what it's going to, by the time this episode comes out, maybe this is different. But uh, based on who I know listens to this podcast right now, I got nothing for you. But I'll keep my eyes out.
1: It's okay.
0: I know some good men. This is mm-hmm. I I've been I'm a good <clears throat> matchmaker.
1: Really? How many successful matches have you made?
0: I've manif I have spiritually manifested matches. Ross Ooh. and Rachel.
1: Jim oh. and Pam. Oh, you did that? <laughs> oh wow. Wow. I think the whole world wanted that.
0: If you read the credits, you'll see his name. <laughs> <laughs> had this one idea, Gabe Gary.
1: <laughs> hmm. I've done that before.
0: Are you actively dating? Dating sucks. I am it, dating. And it, Doesn't it suck? Yeah. Are you on the apps? Yeah.
1: I was on apps, and I was like, you know what? I'm over the apps, and as soon as I um deleted the apps a lot of guys started asking for my number so I was like okay
0: very interesting yeah where do you, <laughs> where do you go to meet guys you go out to nowhere. bars nowhere nowhere no they i just... walk
1: outside yeah no nope. yeah, literally so. walk outside my door
0: yeah it is uh, it's <laughs> It's an insane. Like, I don't want to sit outside. Role. But that's, I mean, that's what the dating apps are for m- women too. Anyway, like it just can't. Like mm-hmm. you have to try. But there's just so much shit out there, men and women. There's just so much garbage you have to sift through. Yeah, and
1: people's trauma is one too.
0: Do you think your trauma gets in the way? No, you, I
1: stop dating when I have. You trauma. She's very healthy. Yes, I I have healed. <laughs> And I had to stop dating when I am in trauma, and I feel like when people date in trauma, they hurt people. And I just learned that. And I. Well,
0: you can't depend on somebody. You gotta heal yourself. Exactly. You have to heal yourself. And I feel if you go through trauma and you're trying to recover by dating or like getting attached, like you're depending on that attachment to. to To step in and heal that trauma, which is not going to end well.
1: Exactly. It's not. It's
0: not good for you. It's not good for the other person. Mm -hmm. It's so much more respectful to just be like, even if you were like in the middle of something great and something happened, you'd be like, you need to take a step back.
1: Yeah. Like Like a loss in the
0: family or something. It's like, give me a break.
1: Yeah. And that's okay. As long as it's communicated. I feel like Mm -hmm. communication is so important in any
0: relationship. Mm -hmm. Do you have anything to plug? socials charity any upcoming work
1: yes i would like to plug myself of course (laughs) i am a grant writer and i also make comp cards for models and actors and um yes so add me on instagram at donisha d-o-n-e-s-h-a helen h-e L-E-N Marie, M-A-R-I-E. <laughs> also, um, my nonprofit organization, Godnag, you can add that on Instagram. I haven't added anything, but I will be adding more things when I become 501c3 um, approved. Approved,
0: yeah. Yeah. And I'll, I'll link all that stuff in the description. And it's, it's Helen Marie, not Helen Marie.
1: Yeah, um, but I did I, make a song, and that's my rap name, Hella
0: Marie. Well, well then let me redo the first. Intro. <laughs> I, I said Hella Marie.
1: But so. you can't even, you don't even notice.
0: Yeah, I think we got it. I think right. that's fine. If you liked part one of that episode, part two will come out next week. But if you want to listen to it early, you can subscribe to the show's Patreon at patreon.com the floss pod. Every episode of The Floss is recorded at Golden Ox Studio in Cleveland, Ohio. If you live in Cleveland and you need to say something into a microphone for any reason at all, do it at Golden Ox Studio. Jeremy's awesome, he cares a lot about Cleveland, and he'll give a huge shit about whatever you're making. I'm Gabe Gary, and thank you very much.